I was raised as a Buddhist. I believe in Buddhism when I was younger, but for some reason, I was still feeling pretty empty. There was so much pressure to live a perfect life, and I was terrified of messing up. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about the differences in Buddhism versus Christianity and comparing and contrasting them a little bit in order to understand the differences and why there are differences. Now, some people believe that Buddhism, Christianity, and all religions are basically all similar or the same, but they have simply evolved to certain cultures and areas. Others say that they're too different to be seen as congruent. In our last show, we had Tony Tran, who grew up as a Buddhist in Vietnam. He told us how believing those things made him believe that his destiny is solely in his hands. So he grew up with a lot of anxiety and pressure. He shared with us how he believed in karma. So he always sought to do good works and to avoid bad works in order to have a better life in the next life with reincarnation. He was also working hard to be good and to get more blessings from different Buddhas in order to have a better chance of being someone rich in the next life because he believed in reincarnation. Today, he's going to compare and contrast what he used to believe with what he believes today and why it happened that way. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. Tony, it is great having you back, man. Our last show was so educating about your past Buddhist beliefs, and I'm fascinated to hear more about how that changed. But before that, tell us, ultimately, all those beliefs you had before with reincarnation and karma, these beliefs, I understand, were causing you more stress than relief. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely about the stress part, because it takes tremendous hard work to be a good person and to always do the right thing. Right. Trying to live that perfect life, as you know, is no walk in the park for anybody trying to achieve that perfection. Right. Right. And I'll give you an example. So I was terrified, you know, of messing up because the fact that not only like, let's say if you did something bad, not only you'll come back the next life to repay all of your debt, but you may not even reincarnate as a human being. You might be born into an ant, a grasshopper, or a chicken, Whoa. you know, can easily get your head chopped off and be on somebody's plate for their next meal. Wow. So because of that, it creates tremendous stress in my life. And looking back, you know, I was still baffled about that teaching because at a young age, it already started to create that high level of stress. Wow. So basically, you're just trying your hardest to not go downwards where you're probably experiencing life, there's an inevitable downward, you know? (laughs) Yes. And it's so hard to live that perfect life. So then how then later did you become a Christian? It was a long process. It was very long, but I wanted to know the absolute truth Mm. because based on the Buddha teaching, I didn't really read much about it. It was more like 
passing down from what my parents taught me, yeah. from what the monk at the temple, from many visits from my sister and my family going to the temple. Right. And then they would come back pretty much just recite all the teachings that they heard from the monk. Now, I myself have never been in a temple before because hmm. I felt like I didn't really need to because I can just pray in my own home just along with my dad or whatsoever. But I feel confident enough to know about the Buddha teaching from hearing it from my dad, hmm. you know, weekly, monthly. So yeah, you were submerged in it. Yes, yes. But so back to your question, I wanted to know the absolute truth. And that's why I decided to seek Jesus, to seek God. Interesting. And throughout that process, he showed me the spiritual realm and that there are indeed evil forces in this universe. And the Bible call those forces demons. So I started to do more research on that. And that's how I really took interest in becoming a Christian and learning more about God. So how did it happen though? Like, I mean, you just started researching and it just kind of like happened as an epiphany or did someone introduce you to it? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So when I came to America, like I met a friend and he started to tell me about God and, you know, invite me to church. And <laughs> yeah, so, so I started. And here you are, you're like a Buddhist kid or you were a young adult at this point, right? Yes. I was in my teen. Okay. I actually felt kind of offended Okay. because he was trying to introduce me to like a different God. Yeah. And I already got one, but you know, the fact that, you know, he was my friend, you know, I gave him that respect. So I was like, Hey, you know, okay, like I'll try it out. I'll check it out. So I went to church and yeah, let's see what I can learn. If it's something right. completely similar or is there some differences? So, so I think I was born being curious by nature anyway, Yeah, because I'm very curious. So, you know, it didn't take much for me to go in and listening to the sermon and just kind of like trying to have a feel of what this Christianity is. What kind of teaching do they offer? So that was really the very first step of how I got to know God is I got introduced to, you know, going to church with my friend, listening to sermons. And, you know, he also encouraged me to not only tell me about God, but encouraged me to like open up the Bible myself and start reading. <laughs> so here you are, you're exploring it and you had an encounter with Jesus where Jesus helped you. Tell us about that. Yes, I did. I had an encounter with Jesus after I accepted Christ, after I accepted the challenge, because my friend said, hey, what do you have to lose? You know, why don't you, you know, accept Jesus? You know, I challenge you and then go from there. Wow. You know, see how he would have an impact on your life, just like how he had impacted my life. So then <laughs> I accepted that. You know, I remember I was going through some struggle at the time and I needed help. I also pray to Buddha, you know, just doing things that I have been doing yeah. my whole life. But this time I added God into the mix. I added God into the picture. You know, I simply got on my knees. And, Interesting. And yes. And I remember one night I just started crying out. I said, God, if you are real, please just show me a sign. Show me a sign that I would know that it has to come from you. So I was asking God for proof at this time. And I remember after I got on my knees and prayed this specific prayer, it wasn't anything like, you know, you would expect if you were watching like a movie, you know, there's music in the background, there's thunderstorm. No, absolutely not. It was a complete opposite. It yeah. was a very silent night. I didn't see any changes, not even the next day, not even next week, not even the next month. And then months later, that's when I encounter my very first demonic attack, my very first time. Wow. And then what happened with this encounter? Like basically you went through where this demon attacked you physically. Is that right? Yes, physically. I was laying in my bed and I was, you know, a teen. So I was living with my parents and their room is like right next door. So I was laying in my bed. It was around six, seven o'clock at night. 
I had the TV on trying to relax, wind down before I go to bed. And suddenly, this never happened before, my whole body became completely paralyzed. Wow. Like I was awake the whole time. Okay. So I knew exactly what was going on. Well, I didn't know why my body became paralyzed, but I was very aware of my surrounding. I wasn't dreaming. I was just watching TV and the TV was still on during this attack. And then suddenly, out of the corner of my room, there's this dark shadow that formed, and suddenly it jumped on me. Whoa. And I remember, yes, and, and this happened like, you know, years ago, but I remember it was like yesterday because it was terrifying. So the only thing that I could do at the time was I can still breathe, and I tried to scream, you know, for help, but nothing came out of my mouth. Yeah. You know, like my thought process was still working. So I was still breathing, and my thought process was still working, and I don't know why. I don't know why this time I did not scream out to Buddha for help. But in my mind, I was screaming out, Jesus, help me, help me. And then instantly back to normal again, like the demon left me and everything was back to normal. Even like the atmosphere was back to normal. So that was my very first encounter being attacked after I accepted Christ. Because before Christ, you have to remember this. I've never experienced anything to this degree. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. But you asked for a sign. I did. And yes, this was I a did. sign where Jesus literally demonstrated his power and strength in the spiritual realm. And you're like, oh my gosh, this stuff is real. It is. It is. That's amazing. Tony, let's stop there. This is amazing because, you know, you're having this revelation that Jesus is real. I want to have you on our next show to talk about some of the differences that you've seen between the two faiths. So, Tony, looking forward to having you on our next show. Absolutely, brother. Thank you. Hold on. Let's talk more about how you can encounter this Jesus for yourself as well, right after the break. Hey, guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. But we can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? This is amazing how Tony is traveling from one school of belief to an entire new system of beliefs. What I found really interesting in Tony's old beliefs is a focus on karma for him to do good enough deeds to hopefully have a better life in the afterlife. It's interesting to me that this thought of karma really scared him and he was often anxious because he didn't know how much will be enough. I mean, how would you know? Where is the fine line of how much karma one needs to earn in order to make it to a better level or even to escape the cycle of reincarnation and be enlightened? I think it was all these really undefined areas that made for Tony to be nervous. And honestly, there's a lot of people in non-Buddhist cultures who could relate to Tony's belief by believing that they can make it to heaven if they're a good enough person or do enough good things. But how good do you have to be to get there? 
What is the line of faith that one must have? Well, let me show you a better way because the line is not clear and it must be very high to get into heaven. It's written in Romans chapter 5, 8 through 10. But God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. According to this verse, God loved us so much that he gave us a gift of salvation, meaning he gave us the credit, the karma, good deeds, the points, whatever it is, he gave us enough to get into heaven. You see, it says he justified us by his blood. It means no matter how much bad you've done, he can actually give you what you need to get into heaven. And then from that, as heaven flows through you, you're able to do good works from there. Lord God, we pray right now in Jesus' mighty name for the person who's saying, gosh, I need to be a good person or I'm trying to earn enough karma or do enough good things, but I'm always behind. I'm always trying to catch up. Lord, we forsake that. We repent from that level of thought. And instead, we receive you. We believe in you. We receive the gift of salvation. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.